Names All Game. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of No Names All Game. Today is December 3rd. My name is Chris Hankin, joined as always by my co-host Pat Colicchio, and we are here to preview the Rutgers game coming off a huge win. We have a one-game win streak, positive vibes, and joining us today, we have longtime Twitter follower, I think only multiple voicemail lever um, and pretty much best friend now. We, we were just talking before we started this. This is the first time we're actually meeting you, but I feel like we're friends already. Uh, so welcome to the program. Sweens, how are you, man? Pat, Chris, it is an absolute pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It does feel like we're best friends. And I think leaving the voicemails definitely felt like it was a little more personal touch. So maybe that was why it feels a little bit better than just the interactions on Twitter and some other stuff. But it definitely feels great to be on with you guys. And I'm excited to talk about the team, talk about the positive vibes, talk about everything. Definitely. It's an honor to have you, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So let me me start here. So how did... I, did I, how did we even start interacting? I don't know if you remember. Did I follow you on Twitter? Did you find us randomly? Do you remember? I found you guys. Okay. I believe it was actually a tweet that got retweeted from another account during mm. a draft. And you guys uh. were talking about it was either Hamler or somebody else as some, some different draft stuff was going on. And I started interacting with it and just seeing down the rabbit hole. I was looking for some podcasts about Penn State football. I always got into it, especially in the draft, as our guys would go into the league and the combine and everything else. And it just went back in, saw some of your content, and just started reaching out. The rest is history. I love it. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, very cool. So you, you went to Penn State, obviously Penn State grad. When did you, gra- when did you graduate? 2014. Oh, okay, cool. So we're, we're all right around the same. I'm yeah, they're the same age. 12, yep. I think. Yep. It's, every time that comes up in conversation, I have to like think about it because it's been long enough at this point. But, uh, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we are here to talk about uh, Penn State Rutgers. This is actually a big, big game potentially for Penn State. Are any of you aware of the implications of this game? Oh, I'm aware. We've talked about it. What, what implications? The implications of potentially finishing 500 this season. And keeping- More than that. Keeping the streak of not having a losing season. <laughs> very, very true. But even more than that, uh, your Penn State Nittany Lions sit on an all-time win count of 899. So we are going for win number 900, uh, which joins that. an elusive club. Uh, we'd be the only the eighth program in college football history to do that, uh, joining Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Texas, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and Nebraska. Um, wow. In a down season, that's a positive. That's something to look forward to. Uh, all so we'll take positive that. vibes, Chris. That's all it. positive vibes. That's it, man. Like I, I try not to be negative. Um, this is the trust tree, so I'll say it. I'm a little nervous about this game. I won't lie. I'll get that out now. Um, <laughs> but positive vibes. We won a game. We got momentum. We're moving forward. Uh, Penn State is an 11-point favorite right now, um, 11 and a half in some books. Uh, it opened up at 9, which means people are just hammering Penn State to cover. Uh, people feel good. Uh, on the other side, over-under is at 52.5, opened up at 57. So people are hammering the under there. Um, so let's take in. Let, let's start general gut feel before we get into specifics. Uh, Pat, how are you feeling about the game? Um, honestly, I would not take Penn State against this spread. Uh, <laughs> Just go ahead and give away your pick at the yeah. beginning of the show. Come on, man. <laughs> take, save um, that till the end. All right, I'll, I'll wait on that. But, the, yeah, this is also a game that makes me nervous. Um, first of all, because it's – just like tragically embarrassing to ever lose to Rutgers in football. And, but this is the best Rutgers team we've seen thus far in the big 10. Um, they have what seems to be a competent offense, uh, defense, not very good, but ours hasn't been either. So, and 
I just, you know, they, they're averaging only five points a game less than their opponent, which yeah. for a Rutgers team is really, really good. Really good. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into some stats in a little bit, but, but same. I, I kind of feel that way. Sweens, what's your, what's your general feel coming off the win, going into Piscataway? How do you feel about this one? Like a professional, I'm not going to give my pick until the end of the show. There but it is. <laughs> I'll give you a sandwich is how I see it. First, I'm going to start off with the fact that I think the last game against Michigan could literally be the reverse of what happened with Indiana. It was a big opponent, a big game. It was a tough fought match, and we actually came out on top. And I think it's an opposite momentum swing of what we saw happen after the Indiana game. So I'm really excited to see how the team responds. The middle of the sandwich, this Rutgers team is furious. They are absolutely relentless. They're not just out there making tackles. They're making hits. And this offense is really, really potent when they get going. Now, we can talk about more of the different details of it later, but these guys run with intent. They make plays on the field. It's, it's interesting watching. And I just saw some of their highlights just trying yeah. to get a feel for the team. And they got some playmakers that are definitely going to make their presence felt regardless. Yeah. Last part of the sandwich. Need it. I think this Penn State team is going to bring such a good energy to this, such a good feel for what they want in this game, that I do think that they're going to look like a whole different team, even in last week, which I'm really, really excited about. That's a damn good sandwich. I like that. This is, this is a good <laughs> start like to that. the show. This is a good start to the show. Good sandwich. Um, yeah, Rutgers, eating, Rutgers is good. Good. I've been eating Thanksgiving leftovers so much with all the sandwiches, I felt like I had an yeah. analogy. Yeah, oh, I, I, I feel that. Um, yeah, Rutgers is, I mean, is the, one of the best Rutgers teams we've seen in a while. Uh, Shiano Man, sing us the song. He is back uh, in charge over there. They're two and four, uh, but they're four and two against the spread. So they are covering when they lose. Um, they have a sandwich of their own. Started off the season with a win over Michigan State, a bunch of losses, and then just beat Purdue. Um, put up decent points against Indiana and Ohio State. They lost those games, but they put points up. Um, and they had real close losses to Illinois. They only lost by three. And then to Michigan, they lost in, in triple overtime. Um, I honestly haven't watched much of their game tape. Um, I saw some of the highlights of that Michigan game just because it was everywhere with the triple overtime. Um, one thing I saw that's interesting, uh, unsure of who's going to play quarterback this week. Uh, so their starter for most of the season has been Noah Vedral, if I'm saying that right. Um, who's actually, I, I looked up as a transfer, started his career at UCF, then two years at Nebraska, now at Rutgers. Just shows how little I know about Rutgers program. Sorry. Um, he's played most of the year, uh, but he missed last week. He was out, and uh, Art Sitkowski, uh, who I think was the starter last year, got the win over Purdue. So uh, I was reading something on Twitter before that um, Shiano said, uh, you know, they, they think he'll have him be- have the quarterback back, but don't know how much he can play. So that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, they're they're having they're having a good year. Uh, All time matchup: Penn State is twenty eight and two against Rutgers. Uh, our only two losses come in the first matchup ever back in 1918. We lost 26 to three uh, and then lost again in 1988, 21 to 16. So we do not want to break a, however many years that is back to 1988. What is that? I'm 30. So 32 years. Uh, we don't want to break that streak. Um, both of those losses did come in state college. We have never lost at Rutgers. So a lot on the line. 900 club, never lost at Rutgers, winning season or not losing season, rather. A lot of implications. So let's start with, as we always do, what to watch for. What are you looking for? What are you keying on? Pat, kick us off. Um, I'm going to be watching the offensive line. I thought they had a way better game against Michigan. Uh, Only one sack. 
We're getting push off the ball. I mean, if you go back and watch that run uh, where Sean Clifford scored the touchdown, dude, I mean, that was a blocking clinic. We had the pulling – whoever the pulling guard was must have been Miranda. Came out, walls his guy off perfectly. Fries gets a dominant second-level block. And then I'm not sure who the right guard was, but pancakes the shit out of his guy. And just beautiful. It was – I mean, that's what we've been looking for all season. Um, I, I've criticized Caden uh, Wallace early on in the season. He's gotten better seemingly every game. Uh, that Michigan game was definitely his best. I, I, I'm if, – if we can – I mean, if the offensive line does what it did last week, we control the ball, we run well, we win the game. Yeah. Yeah, I love Caden Wallace. Um, I mean, he's, you know, it's his first time starting at right tackle. I think he's going to blossom into a really, really good tackle. Uh, we talked about last week at the recap, Drew Scruggs playing well, you know, coming back from a car accident that he wasn't sure if he was going to play football again. So love seeing him on the field. Um, Pat, you and I have been talking about the offensive line for three and a half years on this podcast now for as long as we've been doing it. I hope this is their breakout game for you. Uh, Sweens, what are you watching for? All right. I've shown concern for it before. I think they might be able to figure it out, but I think one of the biggest matchups this week is definitely going to be can Brent Pry put his linebackers in the right position, in the right mindset, in just the right overall game plan to be able to match up with whatever Rutgers throws at them. Just from watching a little bit of the game tape again, they ran like seven trick plays within a four drive sequence. It is crazy how many throwbacks they'll do. They'll run it out to a running back who will then pitch it around for a a reverse. I mean, it's just all the time. They have no hold bar on anything that they run play-wise. And they have some really, really unique playmakers, some guys with a lot of speed, some guys with just grit that just go crazy when they're running the ball. These linebackers are going to need to be everywhere, but they're going to need to have a game plan, and they're going to need to be in an attack mindset. So can Pry get them ready? Can he get them in the right position but also understand that this team is not just going to fall down as you go after them Brandon Smith you got to wrap up I love your hitting stuff you got to wrap up at times like it's going to have to be those types of things that I'm really interested to see what they do with it yeah I love that also bringing bringing perspective of more than just our normal ramblings I had no idea they run trick plays so that's good <laughs> um yeah I agree we, we talked about that a lot too is um a lot of people, not just me, but uh, our friend Brandon, and a lot of people on Twitter seem to think that uh, Brandon Smith should be playing middle linebacker, not on the outside, 250 pounds. Why is he playing in the zone? Um, I don't think you're going to see positional switches midseason, but hopefully, like you said, getting them in the right mindset. I like that one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, they do have a lot of guys on, on records that are like – they don't. I was looking at their stats. No one is like – blowing up the stat sheet but they have a bunch of guys who are each like contributing um, my favorite I feel like he's been there forever but Isaiah Pacheco is just such a good name I love that name sounds like he should be on a charcuterie board I probably <laughs> said that I probably said that on this podcast before but it sounds like oh let me get the salami the cup of gold Isaiah <laughs> Pacheco like it just sounds like it fits and I love it so um I hope we I hope we heard him and, and beat him up not hurt him but you know what I mean all right I'm rambling um don't be surprised if nope I gotta give my what to watch for guys it's been a long day um, what to watch for, for me, uh, a clean game. And we had, we had our first clean game last week, no turnovers. Um, like I said, I think these two teams are actually fairly similar, <laughs> um, in, in at least performance this year. Uh, you know, Rutgers is putting up 31 points a game. We're putting up 25. Uh, they are allowing almost 36 points a game. We're allowing almost 33, like really, really close, uh, in the numbers. So when you look at the turnover margin, uh, we are minus eight 
which is not good, obviously. Uh, we started to turn that corner last game. Got to keep that going. Um, Rutgers is only minus one, so they're, they're doing a bit better in that category. Um, the other thing that I, I noticed, though, penalty yards. So we are averaging 41 penalty yards a game. They are averaging 71 penalty yards a game, oh uh, which is just abysmal. Like, you shouldn't be giving away almost 100 <laughs> yards and penalties ever. Um, so if we can be disciplined, if we can take care of the ball, kind of let them beat themselves in some of those areas, um, we shouldn't need Rutgers to beat themselves to win. But in a season like this, we'll take every advantage we can. Uh, we got to have a clean game. No stupid penalties. We saw a couple of them that almost handed Michigan the game last week. Um, got to have, gotta have clean game and penalties. Got to have a clean game and turnovers. Take care of the ball. Make me happy. Please, please, please. Chris, um, quick yes. note. Yes. There was a lot of conversation this week on Twitter about the Shaka Tony fumble recovery when he put the ball back in play. That would have mm-hmm. been an extra one in our favor. I saw a lot of debate from a lot True. of people that were very, very sure that the rule did not exactly go the way that it was played out in that game. Just, just as a note. No, that's absolutely true. There, there were, yeah, there were some like, there were some like ex NFL crews and like, yeah, there, there <laughs> it was, it was. Um, but there were people like saying like, no, that was the wrong call. It should have been a fumble recovery for Penn State. So you know what? We are going to make a correction right now. We are not minus eight. We are minus seven. Um, put that in the books. Asterisk. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. So don't be surprised if your bold prediction for this game, Pat, what do you got? Honestly, you, you already brought it up. But don't be surprised if Rutgers does beat themselves. Um, you know, 71 yards and penalties a game. And even though they're only neg- minus one in the turnover column, they've got eight interceptions through this season. Through six games, I that you know they've only they've only intercepted three passes. This is a team that I think they give up thirty five points a game. I think they have like they have talent, they have fire, but I do think they're sloppy. So if they have eight. You said they have eight interceptions. They've, they've thrown eight taken, interceptions, and they've only taken three. So what are they just yeah. recovering a shit ton of fumbles? Must be. Must be. Absolutely. Okay. I think they did three in one game, possibly against Michigan State. It was uh, a mess in that game. But yeah, okay. I, I think this is a matchup of whoever doesn't beat themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And geez, like I said, I, I can't believe we're saying that. Like <laughs> that shouldn't be the case, but it is. But it is. Okay, I like that. Um, Sweens, what's your what's your bold prediction? Don't be surprised if. I'm going to flip it to the other side of the ball. Don't be surprised if we have multiple forty-plus yard plays in this game. While Rutgers' defense does fly to the ball, and I've definitely seen them have aggression, they are bigly prone to massive holes, both on counter runs and, and going back to the backside. They had a ton of holes against Ohio State, against Indiana. And I think that could be Lee, that could be Clifford. I mean, all over the place, they leave holes. And I've seen a lot of their zone coverage just all over the place. Now, they try not to get beat deep too much, but I think that guys like Washington or obviously Dotson are going to be able to get behind them at least once. And I think we break open a couple big plays. Yeah. I mean, we have the playmakers. This will, this will be interesting. Cause this is, this is a lot of what the conversation around Shiraka has been too is okay. Last week was really getting back to the basics. And now like you kind of slowly build on it. Do I think we're just going to be airing the ball out every play this week? No, of course not. But <laughs> hopefully there's some of that momentum built up. Um, I like that. Multiple 40, 40 plus. Is that the, is that the take? Mm-hmm. Yep. How many 40, how many 40 plus have we had on the year? I would like to know that's that. Um, I have to go find it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Let's not, not look many. it up because I probably don't want to know the answer. We know Dotson uh, like, definitely has at least one. <laughs> yeah, Dotson has one. I think Parker probably has one. Um, we probably don't have a rush of over. Pat Fry definitely had that long one. Pat Fry had that long one from yeah. Levis. Yes. All right, so, so we've had a couple. Um, yeah. 
Staying on that note, though, on the offense. So uh, this is an interesting one. So Kevon Lee obviously had his coming out party last week. Um, do you guys think he gets the lion's shares of the carry? Uh, is Devin Ford back? Do you think Kaziah Holmes gets more? Where, where do you think Franklin and uh, and Shiraka go here after true freshman had a good game? I would like to see them get the bulk of the carries, but I don't think it'll happen. What, Kevon? I mean, I think between, yeah, mostly Kevon and then, honestly, secondary Kazaya. Yeah, and I, I don't know if Devin's back. Uh, we talked about he had a, a family, a death in the family. Condolences it, to his family. I think Franklin um, said he will be back for the game. Is he? Okay. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the, we've always talked about is, is it like, you know, the seniority versus the who's hot. I mean, there really is no seniority in this room. No. Like, <laughs> Devin, Devin Ford has a year on them. Um, I think Kevon earned it. I think he should get should get uh, the opportunity at least. And then, you know, maybe they rotate series as they go through. Yeah. Just to add to that, I think Lee's definitely shown the most consistency all year by that standard. I do think that forwards had some flashy plays and you saw Holmes break out a spin move last game. So, you know, they definitely have a little more elusiveness, but Lee's just been, he's been hitting the holes well. He's been reading it really well, breaking tackles. So I think, I think if, if anything does happen, I think he'll still be the lead. I think they might split it up a little bit more if other guys are getting a feel for it, but I still think he leads in terms of just being that guy that can run pretty much anywhere on the field right now. Yeah, I mean, on, on the season, 41 carries for 227. He's averaging five and a half yards carry. Um, three touchdowns. I think it's three straight games that he has a touchdown. Uh, the, the dude is just – he's consistent. Um, he's, he's also like – isn't he like 230 pounds or something as a freshman? Um, yeah, six foot 230, which is just – ridiculous um i'm kind of hoping to to and i i mentioned this a lot too like i kind of want to see like him be the like the bruiser and then either kazaya or devin be the flash um it was kind of the opposite where journey was like the main guy doing a whole a lot of fun things and <laughs> noah would come in and just beat you to death i'm okay with it being opposite Kevon can yeah. snooze you for 50 yards and then let one of the other guys break off a crazy one i'm good with that um Okay, that's a good one. Multiple 40-yard plays. I like that. Um, don't be surprised if um, that this is uh, – what's that? Isn't that what we just did? Yeah, I got mine, damn it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> listen, listen. I know you were golfing today. Which that's why we're not doing it live, baby. You edit, uh, edit it out, my friend. Pat, <laughs> Pat, how, Pat how, was your, how was your round of golf? Let's talk about that. Since, oh, you, don't care about, you. since you don't care about my bold prediction, how'd you play, man? Well, it was a, it was a tough one today. Tough conditions. High Santa Ana winds. Very hard, fast greens. But old Pat came out with his personal record, 89, first time break at 90. Came up golf, with I, four pars on the you. back nine to really bring it home. Four pars, that's impressive. I don't know if I've ever had a par, so congrats to you. It felt good. Um, back to your regularly scheduled programming in Penn State football. Uh, don't be surprised if this is one that uh, – Sorry, Chris, didn't we already do this part? Shut up, man. <laughs> this, is a, uh, this, is, this is what I'm calling the – Numbers tell me I'm very wrong, but I just have a feeling prediction. Uh, don't be surprised if we have three or more sacks in this game. Uh, we, have not, we have not been landing this this year. Uh, Jason Owe off to a slow start. Shaka doing some great things, but, you know, he's, he's been more productive at times. Um, numbers tell me this shouldn't happen. Rutgers has let up only 11 sacks all season. Uh, only one game that they've let up more, th more than three was Indiana. Indiana got them four times. Um, so four of their 11 came in one game. Ohio State even only had one on them, which shocked me. Um, yeah, shocked me. And the, it's not like they're running quarterbacks. Like the, the kid, Noah, whatever, uh, Vedral, um, 
he has, he has like multiple carries a game, but he's averaging like two yards. It's not like he's actually taking off. Um, so it's not, I don't know if it's, you know, just quick passes. I don't know if their offensive line is actually good. I don't know, but for some reason, I got a feeling, I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to land a couple. So three or more sacks, put it in the book. I'm often very wrong. So if there's a bet that exists here, bet against that, but that's what I think three or more sacks. Um, and we need it, man. We need it. Like from, from the historic tradition of what was it? Three years, four years in a row at 40 plus coach chaos, the wild dogs, like give me some life back on this D line. I need it. I want it. I want to be excited. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I thank you. I never thought we'd have to hear Oa and slow in the same sentence. I mean, all it's ever been is the dude's the fastest freak athlete out there. He's beat Mike in a race. Yeah. And, and now we're here in slow start and can't, can't make his way there. And you see him playing in the game and it feels like at times he's going to get home and then he gets washed down sometimes. So he's just, I, I like that. I think he's going to find his way in there. I think he's going to beat someone fast and have one of those one and a half second ones at some yeah. point. This is the game for it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Totally. And it's, 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 it's not like he's not playing well either. There's plenty of times where he's in the backfield real close. There's plenty of times where he's, he's chasing down someone, you know, as they're running out of bounds, just at the line of scrimmage, like he's playing all over the field just hasn't happened yet. I also realized that I, I keep saying uh, he's not gotten home. I don't think I've ever used that terminology for a rusher getting to the quarterback, but I think he said it in one of his yeah, early season quotes. Yeah. So now I just, <laughs> now I just say it all the time. So just, just honing in on that. Um, all right, final prediction time. Like I said, Penn State minus 11 or 11 and a half, depending on what book you have, but let's, let's call it 11. Uh, over under is 52 and a half. Pat, you already spoiled it a little bit, but tell us what your actual score prediction is. All right. Um, I think Penn State wins but does not cover. Uh, like I said, Rutgers is averaging a five-point loss, and Penn State is not averaging a win. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to – but the, the, the two defenses don't give me a whole lot to, to go on. So I'm, I'm going with the over. I'm going to say it's going to be like 33 to 27 or like 33 to 30, something like that. Okay. Well, what's your official pick? we got to have something on the record. Give me one of them. 33-27. Okay. 33-27. We only, only cover six there. So do, we do not – Cover the 11, and 33 plus 27 gives you 60 points, so well over. Hey, you're over the 57 that it opened at. So this is weird. You normally take the under. And this is the exact opposite of what I do. It's usually Penn yeah. State under. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, 33-27. Uh, Sweens, what do you got for us? All right. I definitely see Rutgers coming into this game again. They're going to be fighting every last second, regardless of what the score is which I do think will be very competitive until late in the game. I think this is going to be the closest one since the first game that we had against them back when they joined the Big Ten. I am a little worried about this kid on their team, Melton, that wide receiver. Mm. I don't know how much you've seen of this guy, but he is an absolute playmaker. He's, he's a guy that's going to go in the draft when he's eligible type of player. So he's definitely going to – I think he's going to open up a play against us, and I think it's going to feel a little bit undressing. I do think the game's going to come down to turnovers, kind of like we talked about, the cleanest of the game. But I have Penn State taking it, 31-24. So I'm just on the over, and that's not covering again, just like you, Pat. I, I, just, I think this is going to be too competitive. I'm really surprised they have it at 11 points right now. That just feels very interesting for a Penn State game at all this year, but it is what it is. It is. It is. I had a feeling I was going to have to carry this podcast on my shoulders. Give some faith. <laughs> give some faith to the Nittany Lions. 
and all the fans out there. So that's what I'm here for. Um, I went back and forth on this because, yeah, like in my heart of hearts, do I think we cover 11? I don't know. Um, but, I mean, if, if there's ever a game to build off of momentum coming off of winning in Ann Arbor for the first time in however many years uh, to going to play Rutgers, a team that you historically just beat the shit out of. And this is the year where they're not going to underestimate them. Like most years you could sit there and go, ah, it's Rutgers, whatever. You know, we were sleeping. We weren't ready for it. Like this is the year that they are absolutely ready for it because they're sitting there going, Hey, we are not losing to Rutgers. We have had an awful season. It has not gone the way we wanted. We are going to go in there and we are going to beat the shit out of this team. Uh, now, putting in a little bit of realism, realistic, we're not going to score 50 points because our offense just isn't there yet. Uh, <laughs> so Penn State wins this game, covers the 11. We go just over the 52 and a half. Penn State wins it 34 to 20. Um, I had it as 34 to 17 or 34 to 14, but I needed more points for the over. So I let Rutgers, let Rutgers get to 20. That's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> As I've said many times, my predictions are often wrong. So bet against me if you'd like, but that's what I'm going with. Can I have one caveat? Of course. All right. If this situation happens, I absolutely think Penn State covers and blows it out of the water. Anniversary of the Big Ten Championship from back 2016. Mm. Trace through his first NFL touchdown this week. If they, get yes. him, if they get him on film and they bring him into the locker room beforehand on video and they get him in there, it's over. I, I completely I, cancel my bet, everything else, and I can't predict that that's going to happen. I have never needed to see something more in my life than Trace McSorley giving a one-in-five Penn State team a dramatic pump-up speech to beat Rutgers. Uh, uh, I can't believe I didn't start the show with that. Trace McSorley <laughs> threw his first – NFL touchdown. Were you guys watching? Were you live tweeting? I was. It was amazing. Um, that also yeah. gave me the win in my fantasy league. Did it? It did. For, who'd you have? Who'd you have? Hollywood? I was playing against – no, I was playing against the uh, Steelers defense. Oh, oh man. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And I won by two points. Oh, my God. That's pretty awesome. Um, I, I mean, it's, watching. it's incredible. It's incredible. So happy for Trace. The fact that it took them that long to put him in when RG3 mm-hmm. was clearly struggling yep. here nor there. Um, I, I think Trace becoming an internet meme is simultaneously the funniest, but also best thing in the world because they're like any tweet that you go to from ESPN, CBS, Bleach Report, if you go to any tweet about him, I kid you not, there are at least 20 plus replies of just the copy and paste of the song yep. lyrics with yep. the same exact emojis of throw it on a dime. I ain't even trying. And it's incredibly funny. Um, like every time I scroll through, I'm like, all right, it's probably not going to be on this one. Nope. Yep. They're there. Yep. And it's amazing. <laughs> um, Did but he, somebody he like, was that song public knowledge when he was at Penn State? Because I don't remember it. Dude, we, we talked about it. So I looked back. We talked about it when it first came out. And I remember I tweeted. I was like, I don't know if this song is amazing or awful, but it's like, <laughs> it's kind of catchy. Because like, again, trust me, it's not that great of a song, but it is very, very, it's very catchy, right? It's incredibly catchy. Mm-hmm. So we, I remember we talked about it when it came out and then like ESPN picked it up and that's when it mm-hmm. first went viral. And then somehow a couple months ago, TikTok found it. And that's when <laughs> shit, was, shit was just all bets are off. Um, it's really funny too. Cause the same guy fresh wrote, he wrote a Barkley song too. And that was when really? Barkley was going into the draft. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like a, it was a takeoff of a Drake song. He like remixed a Drake song and threw okay. in some Barkley on it. And like, it was a whole thing cause he was getting drafted and it never yeah. got that big and, and it kind of faded away because Barkley didn't really like 
you know, he didn't take yeah, it yeah. on that's his persona, which isn't really him to begin with, but right, it right. was kind of that weird parallel because Trace was coming back and that's why the Heisman part came into that one, but Barkley was going to NFL. <laughs> okay, now, now that you mentioned that someone else wrote it, I remember it. When I've been hearing it recently, I was like, dude, did Trace write this song when he was in college? <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> think Trace, wait, wait, time out. Did you think Trace McSorley was singing that song about himself this whole time? Dude, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. It's happened. I mean, yeah, but Trace, Trace is Trace is not the kind of. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. But he was like twenty years old. You never know. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he's like. And also, it's it's in the world. It is saying from like the first person perspective. He's not talking. He's not talking about Trace. He is talking as if he. They call me Trace McSorley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, shout shout out to Maddie Fresh, singer of and creator of this song. Um, but yeah, some, someone on Instagram like replied to me at one point, like, what is the deal with this? Why is this guy a meme? Um, yeah. and of course I said, he's, he's a legend. What else do you need to know? Uh, but like, but the real answer is like, he is the most like likable guy ever. Like you want to root for him. Like, it, it's so funny to see the entire internet, like all of Twitter, whether you're a Penn State fan or not, people are just like making Trace McSorley memes and like, oh my God, McSorley's in. So I don't know what's going to happen with him, man. I hope they just get rid of RG3 and like, he is the actual backup to mm-hmm. Lamar. Um, I don't think he's starting anywhere right now. Maybe the Jets until we get Trevor. But uh, <laughs> like he, he deserves he deserves to be a capable backup somewhere. Um, and keeping him stashed behind RG three just doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, um, yeah. Shout out Trace. That was that was a moment. That was a moment in time. That's one of those moments where everyone. I mean, on the Trace's internet college was watching the legendary. same day. What did RG three <laughs> ever accomplish in college? No, I don't remember. <laughs> There's like this little statue, a trophy or something, but it's whatever um yeah so that's fun what else is going on in the penn state world um penn state I mean, basketball too yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah buzzer yeah the buzzer beater miles dread i everyone else was talking about it i was still making trace McSorley videos i wasn't like <laughs> wasn't fully in it um it shout out back. basketball um yeah Listen, at, uh, at the end of the day a penn state basketball win always precedes a penn state football win this year true, true. so yeah so wait they had back-to-back buzzer beaters well, no, they no, won no. their first game the day before yeah. Penn oh, State football okay. won their first game, which is kind of hilarious that the basketball team got a win before the football team. It's very, very funny. <laughs> but no. since they won, what, two days ago? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Clearly means we're, we're, we're going to yes. be winning Saturday. Okay, and did you see uh, Penn State hockey got their first win today? Yes. There we go. Yes. Very funny. They started the season 0-5. Guess who they beat for their first win? Michigan. <laughs> That's pretty fun. I saw somebody, somebody tweeted out uh, Penn State football. Penn State hockey, be starting 0 5 and then beating yep. Michigan. Handshake. Yep. Very, very clever. Uh, I feel like starting 0 5 for Penn State hockey is yeah. also very bad. Not great. Hey, it's 2020. Nothing counts, man. Nothing yeah, counts. Right. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Um, yeah, I think that's probably about it. Guys are doing things in the NFL. Uh, but it'll be fun to talk offseason NFL. Hopefully, Allen Robinson goes somewhere good. Um, I can't imagine the Bucks not signing Chris Godwin, but if they don't, he's going to get paid somewhere. Um, there's, there's some dudes doing some things in the NFL. We'll get to that eventually. Um, I just want to win, man. I want to win. I want to beat Rutgers. Like I can't come off the high of finally getting a win against Michigan and then come back down to Rutgers. So no. hopefully, hopefully things go well. Uh, Sween, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Um, what Absolutely. else you got to talk about? Any, any parting words for the listeners? Not a ton of parting words, man. It's, it's been a pleasure being on, and I am, again, excited for the game. Could you lay out really quickly how this would look if they were to get back to a not-losing record? Well, what would that actually – because I, I was playing out the scenario, and I was trying to see it, and I, I think I know what it is, but if you have it, shoot it yeah. off. 
So yeah, we Pat, you go it. into Piscataway, demolish Rutgers, obviously. <laughs> um, and then we get Michigan State, who curiously won last week, correct? Yep. But yeah. has looked mostly horrible this year. And that, that brings us to three and five. Then we get our um, – like postseason Big Ten matchup game. Oh, that's right. Okay. Against, okay. I know it looks like maybe Illinois or Nebraska, somewhere in that range. Grunge um, match against Nebraska. Exactly. Oh, man. That could be Win something. Win that, bring it up to four and five. Uh, sub 500 teams are allowed to get bowl games this year. So we take the, you know, whatever you know, <laughs> halogen light bulb bowl and. <laughs> <laughs> and beat whoever is in that and finish the year at five and five. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we, I like yeah we can't we can't get a winning season, but to have a non losing season, I will I will take that and is generally that. counted as a winning season. Is it really? Yes. That's soft. Anything like that, that isn't a losing season <laughs> is a winning season. Uh, I don't like that. If you ain't first or last. Um if you ain't losing, you're winning. Yeah, fair, fair. I'll take that. Um, yeah, I think we'll wrap this one up. These episodes are fairly short. We actually haven't probably published many of these. Uh, we've done them live on YouTube uh, this season. It's been a weird year, obviously. Uh, we've skipped some. I forgot to put some on the podcast app. So this one will be uh, this one will be different. It'll be on the podcast app. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be everywhere. Um, let us know what you guys think. Sweens, uh, first, I think first, like, Twitter friend to join. Um, we, I mean, we had for the bloggy, but they're technically mm. like a Penn State thing as well. Um, <laughs> Official. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm forgetting people, but Sweeney's you're the most important. We thank you for joining, um, Pat. Where are you watching the game on uh, Saturday, 9 a.m. your time? Um, on my couch or in my bed. I thought you were going to be just tearing it up in a bar, <laughs> COVID, COVID style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, all right. Well, everybody, stay safe. Um, hopefully, hopefully everyone's doing well at home. Hopefully, we all have a great mental health day and get a win. Uh, and that's all we got. So we're going to go 1-0 this week. We are.